Welcome to another hour of Highway 89, BYU Broadcasting's live music performance program. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Today in the studio, we have the Salt Lake Pops Quartet, a genre-hopping ensemble that plays the full gamut of music, classical, pop, film music, really just about anything. And you'll hear that today. They are Kirsten Tenney, violinist, Nicole Marriott on oboe, guitar player Jason Kelly, and cellist Jerem Sochamil. The quartet is part of the larger, similarly named Salt Lake Pops Orchestra, a 50-piece YouTube sensation whose videos have attracted millions of viewers. The orchestra fuses classical instruments with modern technology and is sometimes called the iPad Orchestra. Nathaniel Drew is the conductor, founder of the organization, and we'll talk more with him about the orchestra in a few minutes. But we'll start with music now, A Thousand Years, arranged by Nathaniel Drew.
Christina Perry's A Thousand Years, performed live by the Salt Lake Pops Quartet. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. This is Highway 89. Nathaniel Drew, uh, you put together first this larger ensemble, the Salt Lake Pops Orchestra, and uh, but even that is not a regular orchestra. Tell me about that. No, it's not. Um, it's, uh, you know, we, uh, we use a lot of different... Um, instruments and and more specifically kind of some modern ideas and some modern instruments uh, we have a we, we use a lot of uh, tablets and things like that where we can kind of bring out some new sounds but also showcase uh, kind of the the amazing abilities that these tablets have and, and kind of some some showy fun fun looking stuff as well and maybe the most well-known video people maybe should talk uh, should check this out it's the one with iPads even on the body of the violin and mm -hmm. then even bowing across it but what what piece sure. should people look for if they're googling that for YouTube. <laughs> you know we have several um pop actually i think the most viewed one would be a piece we did with lindsey sterling which is a grenade by bruno mars it's with mm -hmm. lindsey sterling and alex boyer and um that was a really fun one we did at this uh structure that was only there for about a week it was this huge um greenhouse uh that uh the walls were sheet plastic and was completely torn up and blowing in the wind and kind of this epic look. Um, the iPad Orchestra certainly is one of our iconic pieces uh, where we have uh, a lot of um, uh, iPads playing a lot of different orchestral instrument sounds uh, and that one was to Beethoven's Fifth. Um, and then we have uh, Firework uh, by Katy Perry that we played. Uh, we did that with David Osmond and um, Aubrey Oliverson who's this fantastic amazing young violinist. Uh, and we did that at Utah Lake, uh, so it just uh, a lot of really fun music. So. so even though you're doing a lot of featuring a lot of technology, you still come from the roots of the classics, and and oh, yeah. you, you, part of your heart is still there. Tell tell yeah. me what the, the composers that you've loved. <laughs> you know, honestly, um, I, I grew up l loving Dvorak, and I loved Beethoven, and I loved um, big brass sounds, and and. Um, uh, I was a trombonist, got all my scholarships through college in, in trombone and bass trombone. I, I love those um, uh, or, organic uh, and brassy and epic sounding classical pieces. Uh, and and actually, some of my heroes growing up were um, Michael Kamen. Uh, I first heard uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves soundtrack. A friend just put it in my ears. He had earbuds and said, listen to this. And I was hooked with uh, the genre of film music. And I said, from, from that point, I was 15, I said, I'm going to be a film scorer. And uh, so I've, I've done some, some things here at, at BYU Broadcasting and um, interned with James Newton Howard and Hans Zimmer. And You guys uh, don't seem to be afraid to haul the instruments out in all kind of weather, <laughs> every time of every kind of circumstance. <laughs> yeah, pretty ridiculous circumstances, yeah. We, we did one up at uh, Aspen Grove. It, well, it was October, but there was snow all over the place. And, and uh, certainly we always have... Um, uh, concerns about wooden instruments cracking and and uh, we yeah, did there a, is that <laughs> <laughs> we did Nicole uh, the the oboist uh, she uh, uh, did another one uh, called electric winter oboe in the dead of winter up uh, Hobble Creek Canyon uh, the snow is probably I don't know four feet high and you know trudging through the snow with an oboe um, but luckily she was able to to get a plastic oboe so <laughs> kind of cheated on that one <laughs> well we're actually gonna hear that particular piece uh -huh. next it's part of the a, a set of two here but uh, before we do i just want to wanted to ask you what was it that made you realize even though we're dealing with sound and music here you had to have video be a big component of that mm 
you know, video uh, to me is the future of, of concert music and, and concert goers. Um, there will always be concerts. There will always be live concerts. Uh, but, the, you know, YouTube is the second largest search engine next to Google. And not a ton of people know that. Uh, it will surpass Google in the next few years. And there will be a lot more live performances done through YouTube streaming. And I think, to me, that is the future of concerts. Well, we're glad to have you with us, Nathaniel Drew. We're going to hear an original composition of his right now. We'll hear two pieces. First, his composition, Electric Winter, featuring Nicole Marriott, oboe soloist. And then, second, Falling Slowly, the Academy Award-winning song from the movie Once, written by Glenn Hansard and Marquetta Irglova, also arranged for the quartet by Nathaniel Drew. Thank you. 
That arrangement of the Academy Award-winning song Falling Slowly, and before that, Nathaniel Drew's original composition, Electric Winter. I'm Stephen Cap Perry, and you're listening to music performed live from the BYU Radio Studios. Our guests today are the Salt Lake Pops Quartet. Nicole Marriott plays oboe for the group. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you for being here. Hi. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. And she's doing a great job of instrument maintenance while we're talking. (laughs) (laughs) The strap on and off and all of that. I want to know which came first, the the quartet or the pops orchestra? The orchestra was together. I think we started doing videos almost a year before the quartet was put together. And the quartet was originally put together for specifically the song A Thousand Years for our first concert as Mm. an orchestra. And we decided once we did that performance that we just wanted to stay together as a quartet. Well, it's an interesting combination of instruments. (laughs) I I, I don't know that I've seen this particular... Four instruments together. No, I think we're the first. They're very complementary to, to each other. And about a year ago, you had to, a chance to film that first video that we mentioned for the last time for Electric Winter. And yes. I was going to ask about, you know, the fear and trembling of taking a valuable <laughs> instrument. Uh, but that happened so quickly. I oh, understand yeah. you got the music in the AM, the early AM, <laughs> yeah. recorded the next day, and then video. So. Correct. I think I got the sheet music at one or two o'clock in the morning. I was expected to record it the next morning, or like technically later that morning. And so (laughs) I woke up early and was playing, well, not playing because I didn't want to wake my kids up. So I was looking at it and holding my oboe and fingering around and making sure I kind of had it figured out. And then I went in and recorded it. And then the next day is when we did the video shoot. So you had, of course, a whole day. So it was memorized by then. (laughs) Of course. Well, I think that's pretty astounding, especially when I watch it. I don't see you with a panicked look on your face. Or maybe, maybe your face was just frozen into a calm look. Oh, by the, everything the weather. was frozen. I was wondering if there was a space heater behind a tree there. Somewhere oh, I wish. <laughs> Besides uh, what you're doing here today for us and with the orchestra, you're also the president and personnel manager yes. for the the orchestra. And what does that entail, keeping 50 musicians oh. all apprised of what's happening? and <laughs> It keeps me busy. In between, it's not so bad, but leading up to a concert, there's lots of emailing and reminders and things like that. Um, And then, of course, trying to fill the spots when not everybody's available. Uh, But it's fun because I get to keep in touch with everybody, and I like that. Well, I'm wondering, uh, as far as oboe, is that the instrument Mm -hmm. you began on, and how long ago was that? Well, really, I started playing piano when I was six. Mm. I picked up oboe when I went into junior high, so 13. And so I've been playing for 15 years now. And now some people pick their instrument because it's the one they always dreamed of playing. And some pick their instrument because the band director says, well, we need one more clarinet, (laughs) you know, whatever it might be. How was it for you? It was handed to me. I showed up to register for band thinking I'd play flute or percussion. And the band director found out I'd played piano since I was six and could read music. They went, here, how about you try something harder and handed me the oboe. Instead, <laughs> you must have liked it though. You stuck oh, with it. I loved it. I was in love with it within that first year. I decided that I wanted to record music soundtracks. I listened to everything. So, well, in addition to being the principal oboist of the Salt Lake Pops Orchestra, Nicole Marriott is also a section leader with the Utah Wind Symphony. She subs for the Utah Symphony and plays in the chamber groups Salt Air Winds Quintet and Trio de Bois. And now a song that I guess these days needs no introduction, except we'll give it one, because it's taking the world by storm from from Disney's Frozen. This is Let It Go, arranged by our oboist, Nicole Marriott. (laughs) 
the Salt Lake Pops Quartet with an arrangement of Let It Go from Disney's Frozen. And those of you who are woodwind experts may have heard a little trade-off between the oboe and the English horn there by Nicole, who did the arrangement. Uh, Jason Kelly is the guitarist for the group. He also heads up social media for the Salt Lake Pops Orchestra. Jason, you're, you're really the whole rhythm section. Yeah, it's, it's been an interesting um, kind of way of figuring that out. Like, as we started playing together, I'm like, I want to do this, and I want to do that. And I'm like, nope, I just need to, I need to sit back and provide the rhythm. And it's, it's really cool just watching these guys do what they can do when, when I actually have that rhythm part down. <laughs> well, at slpopsquartet.com, the website of Salt Lake Pops Quartet, there is quite a list of inter- interesting facts about you. I thought everybody else was going to fill out that questionnaire. <laughs> <laughs> Well, since you went to all the effort, and we want to give you the audio gold star okay, for your here effort here, but uh, your eyes are either bluish gray or grayish blue. This is helpful to those at, listening at home. Your hair is brown with a cool, naturally occurring white stripe. It's like right here. Looking. Okay, that's plural. That's not white stripes, okay? No, thank uh, you. Preferred cuisine, Italian, but only from Italy. Otherwise, yeah, just not seafood. Favorite warm beverage, Bengal spiced tea with sugar and cream. Favorite beetle? Paul. Paul. And for the favorite Ninja Turtle, that, that burning question. That done, uh, it's, it's a tie. It's, it's a, a tie. tie. I have to, could between do. the party of Michelangelo and the intellectualism of Donatello, I Really, just that's how you decided. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe it was Obviously. the color of their mask. <laughs> so, well, Donatello does I've been a much staff. lower level viewer, I think, in the past than you, <laughs> than you have been. You've got to really get into it to okay. understand the depth of that question. <laughs> Going back to the Salt Lake Pops Quartet and the, the Salt Lake Pops Orchestra, they are, it is a very tech-savvy organization. And for social media, what kind of things do you do to get the word out? Um, a lot. Because we're so based in YouTube, it's just so easy to share things, uh, Facebook and Twitter and all, all the big hitters, you know, just making sure that there's something for somebody to relate to every single day. So if they can see it on your website, they can just click and share and send it to whoever they want. Exactly. Yep. And that's, and that's really what social marketing has become. Um, you can share your media through marketing and it's all just a click away. And that's really what we're hoping for. Do you feel like you're kind of ahead of the curve on that with most uh, arts organizations one hopes um, we we hope to be um, it's it's something that uh, there's such an untapped market for um, but you know the trouble with untapped markets is knowing exactly what to do with it so we've done some stuff that works and then some stuff that I mean just nobody cares about a Bobby McFerrin video so so that, what would you say to someone who's, who's who says I'm making music but I, I, I hear I have to use social media where to even start just do it. Just do it. The way to get music out is for people to hear it. If I mean, there's so many. I know so many good musicians who nobody's heard of, you know, and that's why that's the only reason that they're not big. It's not. It's, it has nothing to do with talent. You can be as talented or as most music nowadays shows us untalented as you can be, and it's all about who is hearing it, you know. So if you if you're having any questions, just do it. Just create something, and make people hear it. So I'm wondering when when you're doing a, a video shoot, are you the guy who's creeping around the edges, showing uh, sort of the the making of? Because I noticed you had a few of those. On, uh, on no, YouTube. that's uh, that's Mark. He's we have a, a guy dedicated to the behind the scenes stuff. He has his own YouTube channel for that. We have our own behind the scenes um, thing with some different videos there. So. Um, well, you're playing guitar today, but we know you could also as easily be playing the banjo, mandolin, or or the upright bass. 
And that kind of doesn't surprise me considering the next piece you're going to play, which is one you've arranged. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is originally was done with kind of a bluegrass sound. So we'll have you uh, take your place there cool. and, and everybody hop up to the microphones. We're going to hear a song called Flippin'. This is from a Swedish band called Vassen and arranged by the, for the Salt Lake Pops Quartet by the guitarist Jason Kelly.
live in the studio today, the Salt Lake Pops Quartet, which I think is pretty accurate to say is an ambassador quartet of the larger Salt Lake Pops Orchestra. And they've just performed Jason Kelly's arrangement of the song Flippin'. And uh, cellist uh, Jerem Sochamil is here. Jerem, thank you for being here today. Thanks. It's good to be here. Hey, I have to ask you, one of my favorite videos uh, from the Salt Lake Pops organization depicts the string instruments and the wind instruments in a, an Old West musical shootout. <laughs> okay. Now, I know in Oklahoma they say the ranchers and the farmers should be friends, should be free, you know. So is there... Was it surprisingly easy to develop a certain animosity towards the woodwinds player? I mean, is that existing in any orchestra? The you know, this exists and... way back as far as I can remember. <laughs> middle, school, I mean, middle school, you know, the whole coming to class and eating a granola bar and smiling over at the wind section who are looking over longingly is always... <laughs> oh, ooh, <laughs> so, okay. Always... You've actually helped make this chasm wider in your life. <laughs> yes, it's despicable, but... <laughs> Well, it's an Old West shootout. It was filmed in Calf Creek in southern Utah. I don't know how to explain it except to tell people to, to, to Google this or go on YouTube and look for the Salt Lake Pops Orchestra and, and for this piece because there's actual uh, ammunition being exchanged back and forth. There are explosions. There are special effects. You know, I'm not sure. We really knew what we were getting into when we started. I mean, I mostly went down for the camping trip part, and then we got out in the morning. <laughs> oh, by the way, we're shooting this odd little video. Yeah, um, you don't mind using your cello as a weapon, do you? It's interesting. The final product was definitely a little. Well, I, I was considering as I watched the the relative uh, personal commitment between the person who's running over the rocks with a piccolo and you there with a cello under your arm. <laughs> well, I was. I think we were all being really careful because I didn't. I brought my cello, cello, not my little plywood cello that we use for cold weather and things uh -oh, like that. Uh -huh. And so. Uh, yeah, just being really careful with it, but having a lot of fun at the same time. Okay. <laughs> you mentioned that sort of, uh, I guess, like a student cello or the, what would you call that, that plywood one? Is that just kind of the beginning model or the... I call it my beater, oh, but okay. really, you know, it really is. It's just a plywood instrument. It looks okay. It looks great. And it, you can make a sound out of it. Um, but I wouldn't recommend it to pretty much anyone, not even a student. <laughs> okay. So, so for a string player, if they become professional, like you guys have, mm -hmm. how many instruments will you go through? Are there several grades where you think, well, I, evidently I'm serious enough that I need the whatever, the B-plus one or the... You know, I do some teaching, and I think it's good to start a student on a good instrument. I mean, I've had three so mm -hmm. far, um, and this is my final. I mean, it's not my final instrument. I'll probably get another one later in life, but... It's just something with with any 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 music, you know. Give them give them a good instrument. Give them something they won't be frustrated on. Because hmm. they can't with, get a good because sound they out can't of get a good sound out of it. Great. Well, we want to hear uh, another piece. This is called "Bring Me to Life." Uh, this is from the American rock band Evanescence. It's arranged for the Salt Lake Pops Quartet by Nathaniel Drew and features Kirsten Tenney, violinist.
The Salt Lake Pops Quartet with their rendition of the rock song Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. The quartet is performing live for us today from the BYU studios. You're listening to Highway 89. Kirsten Tenney is the concertmaster of the Salt Lake Pops Orchestra, which also means she's the lead violinist. She grew up in Arizona, attended Northern Arizona University, where she received a bachelor's degree in violin performance, a master's in violin performance from the University of Utah. Kirsten performs with the orchestra at Temple Square, does freelance work in the Salt Lake area, and teaches for the University of Utah Preparatory School, the Utah Symphony Outreach Program, and has a private violin studio. Kirsten, you spend a lot of time with that thing tucked under your chin. It's true, I do. Talk to me about getting a master's degree. What is it that getting a master's degree adds to what you've already done in your bachelor's study? Well, getting a master's degree... I, when I started college as a freshman, I saw the graduate students. I didn't really know there's such a thing as graduate school for violin. And I, I saw the graduate students and I just thought, I want to go to graduate school. And so what graduate school has done, it's helped me on my journey of improving my abilities. It's more intense uh, and more intense study. Um, I can focus more on just violin and not having all my general studies. Oh, yeah. 
you're not still sweating biology 101. No, I didn't but... have to take that one. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about that last piece, the uh, Bring Me to Life. Tell me about the video to that. How would you describe that? Well, that was quite the experience. Uh, Nate called me or emailed me or one of those uh, techno <laughs> technological uh, abilities. And he he said, you know, we're going to do this music video and we're going to go in a helicopter. Um, you're going to go in a helicopter. And so I'm just thinking, wow, this is kind of unreal. You know, I'm going to be in my violin. Well, I'm going to be in a dress with my violin, riding a helicopter, just kind of a unique experience. This is the video with that bright red dress, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I was pretty astounded. To, to, at first, I, I saw you're there on this rocky outcropping. It looks like the middle of nowhere. Pretty and I much. thought, now I know how we got there. <laughs> yes, <a> helicopter. <laughs> it really helicopter. was. the Yeah, and then the, the camera work is just zooming around. It had to be from a helicopter. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and so when, when they're off doing that, what are you listening to to let you know what everybody's, the orchestra is playing for you to solo to while, while they're filming from so far away? Well, I had it memorized. Uh -huh. And so when they dropped me off, I just, they just told me to play it. I had a radio. You probably can't see it in the video, but under a bush, there's a little radio. <laughs> and they just, so they would let me know what I needed to do. And so I just, they just told me to play and keep playing and keep playing. So well, there it, I was. Well, it probably, anyone, any young person seeing that would think, oh, that's the violinist I want to be. I want to play <laughs> on a rocky outcrop with the wind blowing and the, anyway, it's very, very dramatic. That must have been a lot of fun. It was. Thanks. Uh, what, what? style of music do you i mean have you specialized in a particular era like baroque or the romantic period is there something that speaks to you the most when you are playing the violin i just love playing the violin so um i'm classically trained so that's where I'm, i guess a lot of my strength is uh but i if there's something I can connect to. I really love it. So when you're doing something with a pops quartet here, how do you decide which side of that violin fiddle line to come down on? I think I just play. Like it's it's just <laughs> it's fun. And so just you're playing with these other people and you just connect. There's a lot of energy. Um, we're friends. We just we laugh. It's it's a really great experience. Well, that's the best answer. You just let the music come out. Yeah. Well, let's hear some more of that music now. This next piece is Counting Stars, and this is arranged by the oboist Nicole Marriott.
Counting Stars performed live on Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry, and our musicians from the Salt Lake Pops Quartet, Kirsten Tenney, violinist Nicole Marriott, oboe, guitar player Jason Kelly, cellist Jerem Sochamil. Also with us today, Nathaniel Drew, the director and founder of the Salt Lake Pops organization. And Nathaniel, I have to ask you, who are you connecting with? Because you're combining classical and pop so from which side are your viewers and your, your, your fans coming <laughs> from? Are you actually connecting or are we trying to? No, we, <laughs> you know, if you look at our YouTube stats, we connect with high school students and we connect with uh, about 45 to 55 year olds. So it's kind of this interesting mix of, of fans of classical and fans of the pop genre. So, yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting because basically you're playing pop songs on the traditional classical instruments for the most part. And uh -huh. I wondered, uh, in your video dreams, has have there ever been something that you wanted to do but you couldn't figure out how to do yet? Like, I don't know, shots in space. It's the only thing I, <laughs> I, I think I haven't seen you do, but I'm amazed at what you've been able to stage. You, you know, I want more and more to create live videos so I spend a lot of time producing music and producing video and making it look great because we can always bring people back in and record and re-record and film and re-film um, but eventually I want to get to a point where we can just get everything live so it looks like it's highly produced and not a lot of people can really get to that level and I really want to use um, technology to enhance what we're doing in that way and, um, you know, even with lighting, you know, you can control lighting, you control sounds, you can control all that kind of stuff with, with MIDI inputs and outputs. So I know this is computer stuff, but um, uh, it's the technology, I think, will kind of bring us to the, to the next level that I want to go. So many orchestras are associated with a hall. Mm -hmm. You know, the Salt Lake, uh, the Utah Symphony is going to be at a Bravanel Hall or whatever it might be. Uh, your hall is YouTube. Uh -huh. Exactly right. That's our, really interesting. Our hall is our, our channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash Salt Lake Pops. Well, thank you for coming in. Nathaniel Drew, the, again, the director, founder of the Salt Lake Pops organization. A sincere thank you to all the musicians for being here playing for us today. Information about the Salt Lake Pops Quartet, their upcoming concerts and latest projects is available on their website. That's slpopsquartet.com. And you can also find a link there to the Salt Lake Pops Orchestra site. We didn't hear from Garrett Breeze today, but he's been here in the studio. He's a trombone player for the orchestra and helped set up the quartet performance. We're glad for that. We welcome your comments and questions about our show. To contact us, simply email us at highway89.byu. Excuse me, highway89 at byu.edu. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. The recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our show's producer is Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thank you for listening.